You should expect the next great era after ours to be as different from our era as ours is from past eras. In the last few million years, the three biggest changes on Earth were arguably the arrival of humans, the arrival of civilization based on farming, and then civilization based on industry. And as I'll discuss more in Chapter 2, Prior Eras section, each of these three eras greatly changed people, society, and the Earth. People who adopted these new ways of life quickly displaced and dominated those who continued with old ways. Compared with primates, wandering human hunter-gatherers greatly expanded technology, art, language, norms, and politics, and displaced many top animal predators. Then farmers and herders stopped wandering, expanding marriage, war, trade, law, class, and religion, and hunted many animals to extinction. Finally, our industrial era has expanded schools, cities, firms, and individual wealth. It has displaced even more of nature, and almost all foragers, and it has seen a partial return to forager values. Over this whole period, we've seen increases in travel, talk, organization, and specialization. We've also had faster change, innovation, and economic growth, and a more integrated and unequal world culture. We have also, I will argue, become increasingly maladaptive. Our age is a dream time of behavior that is unprecedentedly maladaptive, both biologically and culturally. Farming environments changed faster than genetic selection could adapt. And the industrial world now changes faster than even cultural selection can adapt. Today, our increased wealth buffers us more from our mistakes. And we have only weak defenses against the super stimuli of modern food, drugs, music, television, video games, and propaganda. The most dramatic demonstration of our maladaptation is the low fertility rate in rich nations today. While the industrial era has deluded many into thinking that old constraints no longer apply, as we will see in Chapter 2, Limits section, many recent constraint-evading trends simply cannot continue forever. Even if our descendants eventually conquer the stars, if we haven't greatly misunderstood physics, then our long-lived but bounded universe must eventually limit innovation and growth. And without strong regulation from a universe-spanning government, we should eventually see less change, more adaptive behavior, and, perhaps surprisingly, near-subsistence living standards. Also, vast spatial distances must eventually limit travel and talk, fragmenting the universe into many local cultures. Thus, although our distant descendants should have larger organizations, more specialization, and vastly improved technology, in many other ways they should look more like our forager ancestors than like us. That is, we will eventually awake from our dream time. What will the next great era be like? After the eras of foraging, farming, and industry. And how soon will our descendants turn the corner from dreamtime exceptions toward the outcomes we expect to be typical of the very distant future? This book explores answers to these questions that come from two good and popular guesses. First, I embrace the very common guess that the next big new era-inducing change is likely to be the arrival of artificial intelligence. That is, robots, smart enough to substitute wholesale for human workers. Second, 
I guess that the first such robots will be whole-brain emulations, or M's, within roughly a century or so.